Welcome back to Speedrun, the fast talking video game podcast where we talk about pretty much any video game thing that intrigues us. My name is Jamie, the host who would like to make a toast to the GBA. And of course, joining me is the one and only Jazzy. How you doing, fam? I'm good. Thanks for having me back. Yeah. I mean, you're the co-host. I'm sorry, you broke up really bad <laughs> right there. Discord decided that calling was not going to be a thing. Could you repeat that? Oh, I said, I mean, you are the co-host. I am the co-host, yes. <laughs> last time, we started the podcast. And by last time, I mean like 15 minutes ago. Leg gasp. Uh, over the course of one bathroom break, between then and now is when the podcast started. So uh, I've also decided after one episode to fire the egg timer. Egg timer is, has been canceled, as we talked about in last episode's outro. Absolutely. But that's OK, because now I have Google Countdown. So let's Google do this. Countdown. Let's do it. Ten minutes let's... on the clock. What are we talking about? So now that we're on the clock, today's episode. I almost said today's video, but this is not a video. This is a podcast. We are deciding what is the best Game Boy Advance because both of us Ooh. are very privy to the GBA. I love the GBA. Outside of my computer, I would say that the GBA is likely my favorite console. And yes, I know it's a handheld. You can calm down now. I mean, technically it is a console since uh, I have my nice Game Boy player uh, sitting at my desk right now, actually. Absolutely. So going through the different models, we have the good old fashioned Game Boy Advance. No backlight, no no anything. There's a Game uh, Boy good player. Good old fashioned without without a backlight. Ew. Yeah, I know. The Game Boy Advance, Game Boy Player, Game Boy Advance SP, Game Boy Advance SP AGS 101, Game Boy Micro, and the DS. Those are all the official avenues to play your cartridges. So just go off. What's your favorite? My favorite is the Game Boy Player. Especially okay. once you can get into to fuckery with modding, so you can really make it just pop at a nice 240p proper. Mm -hmm. I love the Game Boy Player. It's really nice. It's also of all of Nintendo's add-ons that let you play Game Boy games on your TV. It's the only one that supports Game Boy Color games. That is true. And actually, I think if we even if we count third-party ones, it's the only one. Like even the what was it? The Super Retro Advance can just play GBA games. Yep. Game Boy Player can do Game Boy, Game Boy Color, and GBA, and it works great. And uh, it was also, they're expensive nowadays since you need a boot up disc, but it was an excuse for me to get a Japanese GameCube since the Japanese ones are, are cool and cheap. And now I have an Orange Spice GameCube, and I love it. And, and uh, you know, n nothing, nothing brings me happiness quite like a GameCube with a Game Boy Player. What's your favorite? Absolutely. Oh, I've got to say, um, if we're going official hardware, I'm going to have to say the AGS 101. And that's because not only are you able to like turn it on and play it and take it wherever you want with you, it's rechargeable. So you're not going to be wasting a bunch of double A's and polluting the environment. But it also, this, this one is really important for me. Because I love Pokemon. I'm way into Gens 1, 2, and 3. It has a trade port on it. It has the multiplayer link cable port on it. And that is so important 
to how I how I use my Game Boy because I'm working on a Gen 3 complete living Pokedex between um, Fire Red, Leaf Green, Ruby Sapphire, Emerald, Coliseum, and XD. And if you don't have any sort of way, like a DS or a micro to interface with your cartridges, the, you have so many uh, Johto Pokemon that you just cannot get uh, from from XD or um, or Coliseum. I'm sorry, my I had a little brain fart there. That and it's really hard to do any sort of trading, or you could use like you could like strip the save file from your cartridge and then load it into a ROM and then go on an emulator and trade it over the internet and do all sorts of crazy stuff like that. Like I've done before, but that's so much work. (laughs) And sometimes you just want to like pull it open, turn it on, play the damn game. Absolutely. Now what's important about the one Oh one is that that's a game boy advance SP. And there are two varieties of that. There's the 001, which had a frontlet screen. The 101 has a backlit screen. And it looks so crispy, so clean. The GBA Micro technically has a better screen, but it's it can't do Game Boy or Game Boy Color games. It's it's just bragging rights. That's all you get with a Micro. I love it, though. The Micro, the micro is so cool, and I had such high hopes for it. But when it came out, um, I was in middle school, and I was still completely enamored with Gens 1 and 2 Pokemon and a ton of other Game Boy and Game Boy Color games because I'm an old, crusty millennial. And I just couldn't, I just, I know, I just couldn't make the compromise to not have Kirby's Dreamland on Game Boy Color with me everywhere I went. So I just kept on, I upgraded, I had like three GBA SPs. I had a 001, which broke, a 001, which battery, uh, the battery died. I eventually did figure out um, in third grade how to replace those batteries. And then... um, Eventually, an AGS 101, which was my favorite, and I regret selling it before the price spiked, but, you know, that's life. The, the thing as well is, like, the two SP models, I have memories with both of them, because the o, I own every GBA model. The 001 I own is still the one I got back in the day with uh, Super Monkey Ball Jr., of all things, which is a great nice, port, nice. by the way. Uh, it, it has some scratches on the top, but the screen is pristine. I have no idea how I managed to keep it intact. Like, uh, even despite, like, being on a road trip and getting a car broken into and having all my DS and GBA stuff, like, stolen, that thing somehow would, like, fall under a seat during that, and I still oh, have damn. it. damn. That's awesome. As for my 101, what happened with that is I found that the summer, it was my... One of my last big gaming finds before I moved back to Canada from Texas. And I went to a garage sale in my parents' neighborhood, and there was a guy just selling it. He was like, yeah, he's like, I don't know what it's worth. Do you want to make an offer? I was like, all right, that is an AGS 101. It has a backlit screen. They're sought after. And he had a bunch of games, like all the Mario Advance games. I'm like, you you could get like... At the time, I was like, you could get at least 50 to 60 bucks for this. He was like, thank you for your honesty. It's yours for 20. Oh, nice. <laughs> nice. That's a score. Yeah, he was like, thank you for your honesty. I just want to get rid of it. <laughs> He's like, I now, feel Jamie. like you'll take good care of it. Yes. 
Now, Jamie, those are all the mm-hmm. official avenues to play. We have a couple minutes left on the podcast, and I would be remiss yes. as a Game Boy Advance enthusiast if we didn't mention all the non-official ways to play official cartridges in flash carts. And of course. The first two that come to mind, um, well, basically, the reason why people get non-official is because they want the original form factor with a backlit screen. Either I, that, a good screen. Yeah, a good screen, not a frontlit, a good screen. Or some people want a totally different form factor or whatever the reason is that they don't want an original piece of hardware. They want something else. I have a boxy pixel all metal uh, GBA that we alluded to last time. It has official hardware on the inside, but it's a machined aluminum case on the outside. And it's gorgeous and unibody backlit IPS screen with a rechargeable battery. Another popular option is the Analog Pocket, which went up for pre-order a couple months ago and just immediately sold out. Uh, not sure if they're going to make more, but I hope they again, do. I'd be remiss if I didn't games. mention those. Honestly, like I need to do like a GBA episode of Retrospective or something just so I can have you on there and show off that beautiful, beautiful boxy pixel GBA. Like that thing is mouthwateringly beautiful. It's almost as if that is foreshadowing. Wink. I hope so. <laughs> that was like we, we said last time that was the beginning of our like professional relationship here is I, I showed it off and you were like, hey, you want to do a video on this? And I was like, yeah, <laughs> I like it. And but like you have to understand, like I'm not letting myself buy any more consoles because I'm literally out of space. I could have maybe like I know it's a GBA, but like. I own over, like, 60 consoles and handhelds combined. I think I'm good for now. You know, BoxyPixel does do metal enclosures for switches. Wink. Don't encourage me. (laughs) 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 How much time do we have left on the egg timer? Uh, Right now, on the virtual egg timer, we have one minute and five, four. You get it. Yeah. Uh, last thoughts on the GBA before the timer runs out? Uh, best model is either the Boxy Pixel. I love the Analog Pocket, but if you have to get a third-party one, the Boxy Pixel ones uh, have that original form factor, which is great. It feels best in the hands, but it has a really wonderful screen and also a rechargeable battery. If you must go official and want something handheld, opt for an AGS 101 over a DS, so you can still use the link cable port and play Game Boy and Game Boy Color games. My, If you want just... In general, the absolute best one, get a Game Boy player. They're expensive, but they're cool. Uh, and duh, emulation exists, but we're go- we're going at this as, like, nerdy collectors. Yes. Emulation oh, is great. Also, worst that, model is, is the original. This is not a slam on emulation. Yes, worst model is the original. That is, like, uh, unequivocal worst model. Do you want to add anything uh, to what I just said? Yes, Emulation is cool, but original cartridges are cooler. Perfect timing. There it is. Cool. Uh, There it is. I've been Jazzy. And I've been Jamie. Thank you for listening to Speedrun. Would you like to plug anything? I want to plug my videos here on the channel. They're going to be coming out soon. And the Stuff We Play Network Patreon, where you can support the creators on this channel, like myself and Jamie here. Absolutely. Uh, is it? Are, am I going to be calling it the SWPN Patreon or just the Stuff We Play Patreon? The Stuff We Play Treon? Stuff We Play Treon, I think, is great. 
I think I'm you should run with that. that. I'm going to run with that. Uh, of course, run subscribe to it. SWPN. Listen to this podcast, hopefully on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Uh, download it to your iPod. Hell yeah. I love my old iPod. Oh, I love mine too. Ooh, that's an episode because uh, I bought a like an old school iPod Nano for five bucks at Value Village a couple months back. Whew. Nice. I love that thing. It's most. But, it's filled with like '80s new wave and video game soundtracks. That's a tangent that we're going to talk about in the iPod episode. <laughs> Absolutely. Hopefully, wink nudge. We'll see. Uh, we'll but see. yes, subscribe to SWPN. Subscribe to stuff we play. And if you have any ideas for future. Uh, future episodes, email me at jamie at stuffweplay.com. Business inquiries also welcome. We will see you next time. Yeah. Thank you very much for listening. Stay classy, and we'll see you next time. Bye bye. <laughs>